No, wait, but for real. So let me see this. Hold on a second. No, pick it up. I want to <laughs> okay. see it. I'm very visual. It's not an amazing cover. Oh, but yeah, it is. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's not like full Spider-Man or whatever, but it's very action-oriented. It's a scene, man. I like scenes. Yep. You know, like I have a respect for that kind of. This is, uh, I'm holding in my hand a comic book, you know. Uh, Sp- Spider-Man. Pretty cool. The Amazing Spider-Man number 30. May um, I, can I hold it? One of the pickups that I picked up Pick up recently. that you picked up? Picked up? Yep. Ooh. It's probably, I probably graded it at like a 5.0. Out of what? 10. Out of 10? That's not so that's the color's pretty middle, good. Middle of the road. You got some cracking on that, you see on the spine, and there's some flaking, and the colors aren't quite good. They don't have white pages. You know, it's it's called very good. It's probably very good minus to very good plus. Dude, I'm seeing Marvel Pop Art 12 Cent Productions. 12 cent comic. <laughs> so November 30th. Yep, that's when it was scheduled. Well, it's not November 30th, it's November issue 30. Oh, gotcha. Right, because yep. it's got a 30, and then it says the November. Right, so that's the month. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Wow, okay. this. Hey, man, that's pretty cool. Only the batty Marvel bullpen could present such a truly dazzling display of daring do as the claws of the cat. So you know who the artist is on that? I don't. Spider-Man 30? Spider-Man 30. Don't tell me it's the guy who did Superman. No. Okay. I won't tell you that. Thank you. Because <laughs> you can kind of tell he looks a little different. Let me see. He looks kind of wiry, kind of, you know, the webbing is different or whatever. The guy that created Spider-Man, Lee. Stan Lee, right? Stan Lee. Helped create it, but the artist oh. on it, oh. who everybody forgets about, is Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko, Stanley. No way. Yep. He's the one that did uh, very early Spider-Man stuff. I I like it when I can see the effort in the art on a on a very raw level like this. Do you want to open it? Yeah. Look at it. Well, I, I want you to. Okay. I'm um, gonna open it and I'm gonna play the intro while I open it. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. I like it. Okay. all right i have since opened this book i've never opened it before it's not graded under anything this is a raw copy okay so i'm gonna look at it first I gotta be careful with it though. Yeah, you don't want to like. Yeah, it's not. It's not the oldest of books, but it's still not uh, super, super duper. Uh, I see. I see what you mean though. So like the pages aren't like pure white. I no, mean, it's, they're very faded. Yeah. Uh, um, they're not. There's no like real tears in the pages, and it's complete. Yeah. Um, it it is detached, so the like the staples are gone, or they're not. Yeah, I got you. Like, um, connected to the book inside. However, I want you to see the art inside. I want to see the art inside. Okay. All right. I'm so, going to be very, 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 very careful. I want you to see what it looks like. 
And you can also see the uh, oh boy, the ads inside. All right, so I give that to you there. Okay, I'm I didn't pay a ton of money for this book. Um, it had a decent price on the front of it. I yeah, don't know like, if you paid that. I, I I paid a lot less than that for it, which is why I got it. That's awesome. It's a very good deal, yeah. dude. This is awesome. Yeah, I can see what you mean. The wiry kind of frames, the boxy heads, um, uh, definitely the the spindly fingers and things yeah. that are involved in some of the art and and you know. So you this can was even a twelve see. center. It was released um, for November, like you said, nineteen sixty five. Ah, back in the sixties. Yep. 1965. Would you like to take in $140 after supper? Well, is that an ad or yeah. <laughs> the book? Start while continuing present job. We furnish all the equipment and help finance you. <laughs> no, anyway, I'm still looking. Oh, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, there's a mask involved in this one. Spoiler alert. Oh, man, you spoiled the. 65 year old book wow dude even the color here and everything the emotion in the faces the color is pretty good in that for I, I, for yeah a book that i old. would say and you know what i'm gonna be honest with you i if it were me i know that you want things to be in perfect condition and that's awesome but i like feeling like like it's a reader's it's got, copy yeah it exactly. has its own history yeah yep I, i'm like that with a lot of things honestly i i really enjoy Wow, I love it. Dude. Look at the very back. Very back, like the very, very back, like this. Uh huh. He's looking for people who like to draw. Ah, you know who that is? Albert Dorn. Is that what I'm reading right here? Probably oh. the greatest moneymaker in the history of commercial art. At the height of his career, he began a full time search for people who like to draw. Interesting. So this must be pre uh jack kirby i thought it was jack kirby on the back i honestly haven't looked at it yet yeah i mean that's not jack kirby i don't think so um albert dorn is what keeps popping up here albert dorn yeah it you know it says some of the people dorn has helped and it talks about different people um that he's been involved with Ooh, don galemba of detroit is another he stepped up from railroad worker to the styling department of a big automobile company by showing his work with a school. Now he helps design new car models. Now, see, now I'm wondering if this isn't just, I don't know. I could be not no, doing that, this right. That, that actually is him. Okay, yep, it is. Yep. Okay. Apparently he would. He did stuff for Saturday Evening Post. Ah, right, um, right, 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 right. Because up until this point, illustrators and like, Stanley almost described himself as um, it's a little bit off, when he would go to parties and stuff like that. He, you know, hey, what do you do? You know, yeah. he's like, well, I'm a I'm a writer. You know, oh, well, what do you write? Uh, stories for children. You know, <laughs> he, anything he could to, to kind of skip him saying oh, I'm a comic book writer because it was kind of a it was like, oh, you're not a real. <laughs> you're not a real uh a writer <laughs> Dude, the way that comics is shaped and the stories that are in them and where 
they've been and where they come to though are you kidding me how are they not some of the greatest stories that exist on this planet seriously it's i know that there's own, it's our own outliers, um, but folklore it's our own uh, mythology i guess there you, you could go say. yeah comic books started in the united yep. states as america's mythology at this point yeah yeah i would say and and a definite obvious you know bit of our culture uh enshrined a little bit you know through the ages and that's what i was noticing when i was looking through that because i was thinking about the 60s and all that's going on and and uh some little tidbits of the style that's you know in the uh not even just in the style of the art but the style of the clothing you know yeah, uh all yeah. that kind of stuff you know yep um it's very evident whereas you know in today's comics the style of the clothing and furniture and all that the cars and everything have a totally different look oh he's opening it folks i just ripped it in half no, i'm trying to <laughs> no, put trying it, to get it back in the cello man get it yeah. in the protective yeah. case yeah get it back in here and try not to uh damage it and the, the worst thing so, you can do is have the tape grab it well let it me ask in. you a few questions because i know not oh, okay. everybody including myself i didn't I didn't grow up, not that you did either necessarily. I'm not saying you never did either, but we didn't grow up like heavy on comics. That's right. This is something yeah. a little bit newer, right? As far Absolutely, as. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, my like serious collector mindset is definitely within the last 10 years. Yeah. Probably. I've, yeah, I've noticed you gravitating towards actual comic books and the stories and how they're written and the art and all that is really cool now i've gravitated a little bit towards the art myself of course and and i'm very visual always have been when it came to any kind of comic book that i'd be looking at yeah the majority of it was like ooh, look at that style Ooh, look at that contrast look at the art. look at the colors <laughs> yeah and um i you know i i shame on me i guess is what i'm saying and it's really cool i think it's cool that you have been getting into it and it's kind of been getting me into it a little bit too i mean it's such a crazy world so without going into modern comics i'm just i'm gonna kind of stay away from that right now because yeah um, and modern meaning like modern uber modern right yeah like within the last five years okay um well, that's fine that's we not can saying, there's I'm a not ton saying, of comics let's deal with yeah you know. I, I i have bought modern comics like a lot of modern comics um, from specific writers or creators that I really like or enjoy. Um, but I guess um, there's a relationship that you gets established between the creators and the, the content consumers. So for instance, like um, there's a really cool Batman run uh, in the new 52 for DC. I'm going to get really technical and nerdy. That's all right. Yeah. No, get, get into it. <laughs> um, Here we go. But it was, it was, it was groundbreaking. You know, they kind of started with year one, like origin of Batman and told their own story all the way through. And there was 52 issues, actually 53 issues, but it was new 52 because there was 52 universes, right. blah, 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 blah. So, blah. so really quick, that's what that means. What, Cause you hear people say that, Oh, the new 52, new 52 was so an era. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was, it was a, a point at DC where they decided to like reset the universe. And, um, cause comics and continuity. Yep is so hard to understand <laughs> oh my goodness that's probably the most daunting thing 
about comic books if you were like, well, I want to read about Green Lantern or Batman or Wonder Woman. Where do I start? Issue one, right? From the beginning, I want to know what the story is. It's like, well, which one won? Okay, every (laughs) time there's, yeah, there's runs and there's different creators that come on and retell stories over and over and over again. And I remember somebody asking me about one time, could have been nephew uh, Miles, who asked, he was like, so what... How, what is canon and what isn't <laughs> you know how many you know is like because uh, you hear all these crazy things and you're like ah, i don't i don't like that about batman or superman or whatever it's like well it kind of is all canon but you know it depends on what universe you're talking about but anyways the new 52 okay. right 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 thing it, it, a lot of people look down on that because it kind of made superman a weird wussy whiny boy at the same time but yeah, and we don't really go for that in our like <laughs> yeah. mentality of Superman. But yeah, but the, the I got you. Keep going. The cool yeah, thing yeah, yeah. about it was, you know, when it first came out, you know, like this amazing Spider-Man. This is the first time a story was being told, and it was groundbreaking because Spider-Man in Stan Lee's view was the first person to like have. He was a, he wasn't the perfect power punching. Nothing ever was wrong. Like the the stories that like Superman was telling. You know, nothing against Superman because whatever. We already done episodes on that. Yep. But like, there's literally one where like Superman flies over and grabs Hitler and ends the war. <laughs> you know, so that would have been easier. Yeah, it's it's wish fulfillment in in a way, and comics yep, can yep. be that way. But um, Stan Lee found a way to tell stories that were like he had problems. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's huge. You know, yeah. like he's trying to have a life as a yeah, teenager. humanize them, right? Make them real. Yeah, yeah, like he had problems, and uh, and and you related to it that way. Um, you can still tell the fantastical, cool things because you know there's that wish fulfillment side of it. But, um, anyways, back to the new fifty two thing. Any whatever. There's uh, yeah, writer and an artist I like. I got to meet them actually. They came to Comic Con. Nice. Um, was that this this past year? Or was it uh, previous year? Years. Yeah, it was. A, it was a while ago. It was pre COVID. Okay. Yeah. Um. But um. And I'm so glad I did because I don't know if I it'll ever be the same if people you know do those kind of events right. and stuff again we're just kind of getting there now but um and i don't say i agree with them personally and all their beliefs and stance and all that stuff but i love the story writing and i love yeah. the art yeah because it connected to me so and that was in the new 52 era or is that like yeah, we started well, talking well, about the, that, it's a but. very pretty it's a pretty famous batman run um yeah. in the new 52 it's just batman and, okay uh, scott snyder and greg capullo that's what i was waiting for yep, yep. scott snyder yep um, they you know they've written some stuff that's more adult they've written some stuff like i said for dc that's um you know sure oriented to more young people but um you know like i said i don't agree with everybody's political stance or personal beliefs or whatever that's not what it's about um yep. i i connected to his art style so greg capullo yeah him specifically oh yeah he's a master um he drew like classic uh, stuff with new. Todd McFarlane and like he did Spawn and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Spawn uh, was very oh man, I that remember was edgy. When that, got, that was like in the nineties, yeah, um, stuff. You know, just real, real edgy. You know, let me throw this stuff. in really fast. You know, have you yeah. seen? Okay, really, really quick. Sorry, uh-huh, uh-huh, you made uh-huh. me think of it. You made me think of it. <laughs> Spawn. When you're talking about that and the art style and everything, when I watched the new um, Spider-Man, um, 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 I keep wanting to say something into the universe. Yeah, uh, Spider Spider into the Spider into the Spider Verse. Sorry, his 
spoiler alerts, everybody. If you haven't seen it, it's your own fault. Okay, so shut it off if the you prowler. haven't seen it. You're talking about the, the prowler. prowler. Thank yeah. you. He has that spawn kind it's of vibe, yeah. right? Yep, yep. And even like the fingers and like the the edgy shadows when he's running and the yeah. freaky. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in that instantly because of his look, I think of his art. Yeah, when I even see something new like that. So the Sp- the Spider Man, I think that you gravitated to the most would probably be Todd McFarlane's Spider Man. He's the one that did like the really skinny big eyes really tiny webbing oh right around yeah, the yeah, finger yeah. and the webs were like lines like that but then it had spirals around the webs yeah was the no, first do, one to do that okay yes yes that's todd mcfarland that did that and wasn't there a story behind that about them not really being sure whether or not i'm you could i'm telling you this is the truth they they weren't they were a little anxious about his style because of it when he started coming up with him with he that was, look. Yeah, he was very, very edgy. So here you go. I'm showing you a picture of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a t-shirt that had definitely yeah, like the that. big eyes and the crazy amount of webbing and just ultra detail yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. That's You're, you're that getting into cool. the 90s stuff. I mean, my favorite you know, was still, you know, the original creator um, and whatever was done in those books, like how to mm-hmm. draw the Marvel way. Those were actually my favorite. Yeah, um, so art styles. You so. know who did that book was Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yep, Kirby. I believe Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, Jack the King Kirby, they call him. He worked for DC and Marvel. Yeah. He's the one that created the New Gods and he helped create oh so many characters. Super um, good. You know, all the basic cores of the <laughs> Marvel universe and everything like that. But um, you talked about uh, we didn't grow up with, like, buying a lot of comics. But what I did read, I got yes. from, like, the library yeah. and the butcher shop. We talked about <laughs> a couple episodes ago. Yeah. They had a little comic rack there. And you could either I did not pay a nickel that, like, for, you know, or they had the penny candy. Yeah. Or you could go get a comic book. And they were, man, they were there was some stuff i had no idea what it was it was probably some indie stuff yeah or like dollar comics or something yeah. cheaper but they had they had superman batman spider-man things like that right um i do remember getting a few of those but you know i wasn't so much invested in the story as a kid because i had no idea what was going on <laughs> you know i yeah. wasn't a comic it's like avid cool. reader it was like batman. a batman book yeah. and Okay, he's in a situation. I don't know oh, why. Oh, he's punching a bad guy. And they didn't finish the story, so it like made me mad. So, you know, <laughs> what I did, but what I did gravitate towards was going to the library and finding the trade paperbacks. There you go. So the very first story I remember reading from start to finish was, um, and this was in the Midland Library. They had a, they actually had a paperback, and it was the story of the death and return of Superman. Yeah. I remember Ben. Do you remember that? that? Yeah, I tried to read it. I got through a couple of like chapters and then struggled. And then I'm talking about the. I think it was a book. It was thick. It was a book, but there wasn't pictures with it. Right. Yeah. Or there was. It was like in the middle. There were twenty pages. Yes, there There was like showed you, and that's what I I like flipped through that, and it was like that helped me. What in the world? Had Superman's dead? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) why is Lex bringing him back to life, and what? (laughs) And then he separated his like powers a little bit. That was cool. He did. That was pretty cool. All the the variant characters that came afterwards, like Superboy, the 
Man of Steel. I mean, it was fun to experiment the with Eradicator. that. Eradicator. Oh, there's still there's still a thing. I know that. I'm just saying, like that was groundbreaking, man. They yeah, killed Superman. It was the highest selling comic book of all time. Sheesh. So it's funny because um, you would think that it was probably the biggest comic of all time, I guess, because it sold the most. But yeah. it's like not valuable <laughs> because so many because of them so were done. Exist. Right. Now, if you find one that's still polybag, they had a couple different ones and this is where we get to the collector side. Now As hit an us adult, with it. this it's is all right. That's dangerous. what this is about. This is dangerous. What you get into because you start discovering what they started doing was because you know, the Spider-Man 30 over here, they, they printed one cover one, you know, Spider-Man right. 30, right. all the same. Yeah. When you get to like eighties, nineties and beyond, and hey, let's let's we have to we sold out we sold out the book right okay we're gonna do another print of it yeah the second print we'll make it different like a variant we'll do a different cover on it nice so now you've got like so that's cool because people are like oh new book oh it's a reprint refresh it's like people that are like really into harry potter or star wars books or whatever they make a billion different editions of them like ooh, this one's hardback <laughs> you know, yeah. hardcover yeah this one is uh this the one's collected one the coloring book do it yourself cover version <laughs> they actually make those they do um Oh, you did one for me as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still have it here, so if you want it, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was just—I mean, supposed to be for your birthday. They got crazy, crazy with it, and it's kind of annoying, right? Um, at one point, but in in another way, it, the completionist in me gets really upset with it ah. because the first <laughs> issue could literally have ten different books, and you're like, wait. But I need to have all of them. But I need to have all of them to be have it complete. It's it's never ending. So let me go off on a little thing. Okay, so I see that in you. I and I liked it about you. I thought that was cool. For instance, um, we could get into some other genres of intaking coolness, and one of which would be movies movies and collections of movies together collectible sets we're talking like lord of the rings oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're talking right we're talking about yeah. even the superman series there have been a couple times where they've put them together in oh, a collectible man, set sets. there yep. you go i know a number of people have been pulled in and sucked into that world pretty hardcore too yeah because they're not doing that much anymore it's exactly Blu-ray, so or you like know, digital copy of just whatever in the ether. I do that, you know, Amazon Prime, whatever it is, buy the movie. <laughs> and there's something more special about having it in that way. Do you do you think there is something to uh, you know, much less talking about an illness where somebody is like obsessed with something and every comic collector <laughs> okay. probably fights this battle or anybody that collects anything. Art, excuse man. me. Yes. Um <laughs> What do you think is the core drive behind that for somebody that is a collector? Obviously, you get to somebody that's a hoarder. And if you watch hoarders on TV show, (laughs) those are people that literally like can't let things go. Right, right. Yeah, Um, yeah. But I'm talking about moderate to, you know, someone who's highly collector-ish. That's it. I don't know. It's a good question. Like, I had a couple things pass through my mind that could describe it. 
But uh, uh, it's like, I feel like some things are like you were saying, they're a little bit more on the extreme side. And so there's maybe multiple things driving it. There's something still at the same, there's still the same source. I think the source is somewhere around the idea of the desire to have. Uh-huh. So there's like the desire to have, desire to be, desire to do, I think is the other one. Um, which, as dark as this sounds, is all wrapped around like the three. This is going to turn into a counseling yeah. session with Ken. This is, this is a counseling session. <laughs> But but honestly, tell me about my problem. <laughs> well, it's just it's built into all of us that that we have the desi- those desires, and then on certain people, I think it's more pushed to the front. Some people want power. Some people, you know, want pleasure. Some people want different things. You know, entertainment. You know, is under pleasure, for instance. You know, and that's not wrong in and of itself. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not trying to get into a moral debate on it necessarily. I'm just saying that what drives that feed inside us is sometimes stronger in other people than others, I think. And I think that someone like you uh, who has a genius mind, yes, I'm saying genius mind because I think you do, <laughs> <laughs> um, is is great at like seeing big picture kind of things and bringing them together. And when you get to see like the collection come together, like this power like happens <laughs> and, and everything like that. That was Thanos' problem. He was just a collector. Yeah, so you're basically Thanos. Actually, it was the collector. Oh, that's right. I actually know this. Remember the collector. Yes, I remember. That's so cool. <laughs> that was his name. Oh my goodness. The collector. What the do you collector. do? He just collects everything. He just oh, wants to complete. Total tangent. Total like rabbit trail. Thing. The other thing was ba- basketball cards. Yep, basketball cards. Did you get yep. into that a little bit? A little bit. I had some baseball and basketball. I, had, I still have. You got the Jordan, man. Did you have a I Jordan? I full complete. Like I did the Jordan tribute series for Fleer, sale. All that now. stuff. I already sold it. I sold what? it recently within the last year. Oh, never I'll, mind. I'll folks. tell that story after that because it's really funny. Oh, you're, you might have to save that one. Well, it's the short story. Okay. I'm just saying, finish what you're going to well, say. Th- th- well, this will be short, so you probably get into it. But okay. I, uh, someone, I just saw like post, okay, on your phone, you know how it'll have like whatever news and it kind of like tries to learn what you like, right? It's at the front. Yep. And it'll just kind of give you, it'll feed you stuff that it thinks you're interested in based on all your searches and stuff. And of yep. course, one of the things that comes to the top is uh, some comic stuff and like Superman art, stuff like that sometimes. Well, this one was the top 10 most deadly DC characters, like evil villains. Yeah. And oh my goodness, I didn't know all of them existed in the <laughs> formats that they do. Uh, and I know that that's a dark hole that we could go into at some point too. But like with, uh, is it Dark Seed? Am I saying that right? Dark Side. Dark Side. And then there's, um, um, which was obviously really big, but what's the big, big dude? Is that Dark Side? Like with the with the uh oh, galactus there we go was Gal- he's not no, DC, he's though. marvel no this is a different guy i'll pull it up so i can make make sure you're talking about the new gods maybe maybe it is okay let's see uh it might even just pop up as i go over here let's see ah it's not going to um but i'm gonna get it but anyway some of these characters and the designs that go with them and what their powers are are like ultimate they're like nightmare type <laughs> issues you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. whereas before it was like atom man you know or yeah. whatever it was stretchy pants man yeah he's gonna come polka after. dot man yeah <laughs> you know, he exists. there is a polka dot man there's a polka dot man out um, there 
Yeah, but some of these guys are like, you know, dream makers of like yeah. bringing them into reality. And, and yeah, the and Sandman me- series got into yeah. Like yeah, and like messing with reality on you and all that. Yeah, I know we're getting yeah. used to that because of even Marvel's universe and what they're doing with yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they're, and they're, um, <laughs> the dog's dreaming over there right now. Oh, he's dreaming now. He's like, he is. He's like, he's getting that rabbit. All right, I'm looking this up. Keep going. Wait, so on those. I, I took this rabbit trail on purpose because I wanted you to talk about it a little bit. So just tell me a little bit about some of these like villains and where that they're not even villains. They're gods. Let's yeah, just be that's honest. The way, and that's what I was talking about. It's like a mythology thing because, right. uh, because it really does go into, you know, they get the, when you have like a lifetime of storytelling to right. develop characters, yeah you know when when people when you're little kids we didn't realize this but there was probably an answer for all of our crazy questions like do you think if superman could ever beat this guy and you're like well actually (laughs) go back and read the (laughs) issue because this did happen you know there's a lot of crazy trivia stuff out there where you're like okay that actually did happen in whatever such and such an issue out there and it's like oh is that is that canon or whatever you know i don't know because Action Comics, which was the first one to do a superhero story with Superman. Um, uh, I don't know what number they're up to now, but they recently passed a a thousand. Whoa. Because that's actually the book that I had you do the Superman Doomsday on was Action Comics 1000. Okay. Yep. I remember that. That's right. Yep. Um, Really quick. So like Lex Luthor in this writer's view opinion is like lex luther is like 17 right because he's only human right and i mean i know he's only human but like he's still above like a few and then the joker is like 16 i know he's also human but you know what i mean and you're like what else is there at the top in all these stories (laughs) vandal savage another guy the Uh, immortal then we get into razagul yeah you know it starts getting like mystical sometimes or uh black hand yeah. Like we're talking nightmare, like graveyard, like Yep. Anyway. Keep going. Sorry. I'm just giving you a so heads up. Raz that I found Ghul, it. Raz al Ghul was created by Neil Adams. Oh, Atrocitus? Yeah, that's a Green Lantern universe. He's a red lantern. So I if mean, you're, are you if, kidding me though? Ta- <laughs> are you seeing this? He, yeah, he's pretty uh he's pretty scary looking. Ah. <laughs> he's powered by rage. So like green is Will Yellow is fear. See? Blue is hope. Purple is love. Red wow. is rage. Orange is green. Agreed. Uh, white is like all of them together. And then black hand was the black ring. It was powered by death. He could raise people. See, up I'm already into this. Now I want to like read about it to find <laughs> out these stories. And, and I would tell you that I have a whole collection. Uh, don't tell me that. <laughs> of trades. Now Those I'm, are the easy things to read. The trades Sinestro are is number 10. Sinestro is a, an amazing character. Jeez. Oh, I was talking about Ra's al Ghul. Ra's okay. al Ghul created by Neil Adams. Right. Who um, actually right now, Neil Adams streams on Facebook with his family. I think his wife and daughter and his son. He has a little store. He pumps out original art, like covered, like, and he sells it online. You can just be like, I want to buy that. And he does these little boxes don't where he tell has, me this. I'm telling you, you got to buy some. This. The guy recently had sepsis and almost died. And he's, he's the Neil Adams is the guy that got the rights back to Jerry 
and Joe, the original creators of Superman, back to them because at the time that Superman, the movie came out in the 70s, yep. they were living in a shack basically with no rights. He was the one that went and fought for artist own rights and won that battle and got their names back on created by the two Jewish brothers. Wow. He's still alive. And, um, we, I, he came, he came, he came to uh, South Carolina comic con and he comes <sighs> there basically every year. Probably Is that not a year. I missed. He was there every time. He was the one that sits there and has oh, like that huge no, no, massive booth. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. He's he's known for his Batman, his classic Batman. Yep. He was the first one to draw Batman with a hairy chest. <laughs> it sounds funny, but he grounded things. Yeah, in these reality. are the things. Yeah, these are the things you pick uh, up he on. He created uh, Ra's al Ghul, and um, a lot of people say it's Ra's al Ghul. He's like, no, I wouldn't ask him personally. He's like, it's Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> Good. So we know straight from him. I know straight from him. Okay. As um, if we needed that, but whatever. Neil Adams is is known to be um uh Jeez, very direct and uh, kind of a know-it-all in a way. I mean, the guy kind of is a know-it-all because he does know it all. Yeah, there's a um, difference, right? If you're going to talk smack, it, yeah. you know, you got to back he's it up. Extre- he's and just so he backs it up. He's extremely confident. Right, right, right. And he's easy to get to, like, start telling stories and stuff. So every time he came, um, I would I'd, I'd try to think of a, a question to, like, get him started. Yep. So, you know, one year I, was, <laughs> I asked him about Ra's al Ghul, which he got a billion times. Another time I, like, I went and, like, asked him about, you know, Jerry and Joe. <laughs> Siegel and Schuster. Woo. And I was like, well, what were those guys like? You know, and he went off and told his story. Um, and then another time I came there, he wasn't there. His wife was sitting there. Um, yeah. And uh, he, I think he was going to the bathroom or something like that. I came in and I was like, hey, um, I'm looking to, at the time, uh, we were looking to like invest in some original art. I had no idea what his stuff cost at the time. So I had asked if I could see some. She said, yeah, come here. He's not there. And so she, he let me, cause he has all these tables set up around him with tons of his prints. Yeah. And he's, he basically sell his signature for 50 bucks. Right. You know, that's, that's the level of value it is like just a signature. Yep. Um, but so she lets me in behind and there, he has this old, old portfolio, like art portfolio thing, you know, they're not eight and a half. Yeah. 11. I know it's what you like mean. Yeah. 12 by, I don't know. Yeah big and sure and she's like you can flip through that um if you have any question on prices or whatever you know let me know because he's he's a pretty uh business-minded guy he'll sell you anything <laughs> right he's in it for the game too he, he's right in it. He's, yeah yeah i see know, that um because he's so confident in what he does um and i start flipping through this thirty thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars whoa eighty thousand dollars what flipping through some of this stuff. They were original pages from the comic books, you know, ones that he still owned. Cause a lot of them have been bought up or, you know, uh, who knows? There might be someone may be in the Smithsonian, but, um, Jeez. you know, pay, this is a page from Batman two thirty seven or something or from Batman, whatever. It's like, that's the page. <laughs> He's one of the last living, like, guys from that generation that crossed from the golden age to the yeah, silver age he's stuff. been yep he's been in all of it so um i and i did end up buying something 
for thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> no, I. What did we... you buy? Like his shoelace? <laughs> Have him sign it. I stole. <laughs> I stole no, um, two pages. Oh, the the last part of that story was when I came back, or when he came back. Um, I mean, the guy's kind of intimidating, but he's at the same time he's he can be as sweet as can be, right? Um, because he's a grandfather, you know, or whatever. I came back and I'm flipping through that and you know, he's like, Oh, hi. You know, I said, yeah, I'm just waiting for Neil Adams. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm and, just waiting, I'm just for, waiting Neil for, Adams. for Neil Adams. He's like, yeah. He's like, I heard that guy's kind of a, kind of a cranky guy or whatever. And we kind of laughed and broke the ice that way. I'd never had a conversation with them before where yeah. he wasn't like, in the mode himself from exactly. artist to consumer it's nice to catch them when they're just kind of being themselves and also talking to his wife or um you know that broke the ice too so i at that point i got to spend about 35 minutes just talking to him yep and it helped too when you buy stuff you know obviously he's there that's why he's there he's there to make a living yeah so i did end up buying something um i bought the because uh, Ruth Ann was with me, my wife, yep. and um, we ended up buying something for her. Was the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman that he did? It no was one in one hundred. It wasn't an original, but it right. was a lithograph or um, G clay. Yeah, there's G clay, serigraph, lithograph. Yeah. yeah, it was a G clay that he signed and personalized to Ruth Ann. That's um, cool. One in one hundred or whatever. Yeah, so man, we that's went and got huge. That framed and stuff too. It was one of one hundred. Yeah. So you did, dude. I he do never runs does it again. I do runs like that, and I, I, wow. Like if you get a hundred series, so like to give you perspective. Oh, more, it wasn't one of one hundred. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. The, it, but I was. It was. It was. There was only one hundred of them. I think we got like forty nine or something. Oh, still. Yeah. That's still. So, like, give you perspective, I recently saw a Norman Rockwell print framed in a very, very special place, um, like a nice, um, we're talking really nice resort, mm-hmm. and it they had a few Rockwells and, like, classic, yeah. right? And I looked down, and it's, like, 1,250 whatever <laughs> in pencil. Yeah. Like, it's it's him, and that's how they do it, you know, yep. a lot of times in the box. But and I know he's big time artist, obviously American, yep. like classic top dog. Well, but, but he was also he was also hired to do like ads for like oh yeah M and M oh yeah, peanuts. yeah, yeah he yeah, drew yeah. he's you know, that's some I see he's always he's always um he's always streaming I always like to pop in and like you can actually talk I need to, to watch him, him. yeah I need to watch him you got to tell me next time he's like doing something just follow Neil Adams on Facebook he yeah. usually ha- and it's like twenty to thirty people that watch him maybe like forty fifty so like. You got a good shot to like interact and absolutely hundred percent. Cool. He'll stream for like four hours. Yeah, is he the one that you you were you had earlier mentioned that that one of the artists you could like collect some of his stuff and and you you started to talk about like some box things that yes. So what he started doing is selling these like red boxes and they're full of random stuff. I did watch some of it then. Yeah. You, I think you I shared me, one with Yeah, you. you shared. Okay. They're I, like 300 bucks, but he includes an original sketch in there. That's cool. I, uh, that's worth it. The original it. sketches, he, you know, they, they alone sell for 200 Yeah, I was going to say that. And then he'll give you, you a bunch of me? comics that he signs, and he filled it up with candy. Look, you know? I, I'm not going to say <laughs> I am at all on his level, but I do sketches regularly for at least 300 Yeah. 
you know, a drawing. Yeah. I'll do a drawing. And if he's including that, that's awesome. Yeah. And he'll do uh, like, I, I apologize for not knowing this, but I think it's his daughter okay. that does the coloring on it. Oh, nice. So okay. they'll color his stuff. He, oh. he can color it too. But like, you know, you a can, lot of them don't. And, now, and he literally will commission anything. Really? Anything. You can buy anything you want from him. You can say, I want me as Superman drinking a Coca-Cola and Daffy Duck sitting <laughs> on my knee while we're flying over, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he would do it. And he's like, okay. Because that's what I mean. He's he's a businessman when it kind of comes down to that because he's making his living doing that. Yeah. Well, it takes a special artist to be able to do that anyway. I know. I, I, I got asked to do a Ninja Turtle, um, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck trying to remember what the other one was it wasn't elmer fudd but as the rat pack wow and that was pretty difficult so i oh, digitally such a variety oh man and then you're trying to make it look <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's happening <laughs> what um, is happening right now I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna... it's definitely yours here i just muted it okay it's coming back on. Here comes the power. Give it a sec. Hello? <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever I thought, heard. I thought like something weird was uh, happening. Getting in contact by the aliens. <laughs> they were like, got to talk to Joe. <laughs> it's really late right now. Oh, um, well, we're going to wrap it up with this, though. So yeah. We'll finish off with. So I was going to tell you the, 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 how I sold my baseball, yeah. my basketball cards. Yeah. oh my goodness there's a story to this i looked them all up and and as a kid i collected them yeah not for very long but elementary you know basketball cards are huge because michael jordan was still playing you know i think that was the best era of basketball ever right um as far as professional and um you know shaquille o'neal michael jordan kevin garnett you know Dude, from johnson and bird dr j to jordan yeah in my opinion yeah. was magic a, johnson was still playing or at least i got some of his cards bit. yeah um scotty pippen reggie miller but especially uh, with cards cards are yeah, huge because they got huge then because yes. uh, you know as a kid we buy the beckett books yep or one kid would own one yeah and that was bible like they come in they'd be like uh this is this is worth $65. That was graded in a case, but we had no idea what that meant. <laughs> we yeah. had these raw and they're like, they're like half bent and everything. We didn't, we like, yeah, no idea. Give me, no, that's 35. Yeah. That's so you trade them and you know, trading them with other people and stuff like that. And uh, well, I had a, a collection, probably about 300 cards total, most yeah. of them Jordans. Uh, and I, I just put it on Facebook marketplace one day okay just as my original old mickey mouse three ring binder <laughs> and I'll, and this guy con- made it better. this guy contacts me yeah his profile's really weird he has a big jewish star on his profile okay and he's like gangster posing in front of it it's like a nice. rag and everything nice. black guy okay uh you know looked like he was serious about his art you know he had like a label or something on there I was right like, that's a, with a That's Jewish an interesting mix. <laughs> yeah. Mind. So I was like, okay. all right, all right. He wanted to meet. So we go meet at a well lit. It was pretty late at night, well lit area, the <laughs> gas station. And I look over and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm in the red truck or whatever. I look over the red truck 
it has a giant spider paint across the whole thing. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this truck. It wasn't around here, was it? Yes, it was. Okay, I think I've seen the truck. Okay, so okay, a giant he gets spider. out. He's at the whole thing. He's at bling, you know, do-rag or whatever. He comes out. He, he was the nicest guy ever. Yeah. And um, he came over and was like, hey, man. It's like, hello. <laughs> you know, kind of, I was, I was like, hey, I'm Ken. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm Spider. And he calls, he's Spider. I was right. like, Spider, really? I'd never, he's like, yeah, well, my, my real name is, you know, whatever. And he said, and it was, it was very um, Jewish. And I was like, uh you know, and I went to Bible school and I've studied the Old Testament and stuff like that too. So, yeah, uh, he started. You know, we started talking about Jewish tradition and stuff like that. For real. And he he said huh. his. I think he was half Jewish or something, half Jewish, half black. Yep. And he was a rap artist that was Judeo Christian. <laughs> no, this is blowing my mind. My mind yeah. Just bringing you back to it. But he, we talked, and um, he kept talking about how he what he believed. He, it was basically ah. a messianic Jew, I think is what it was. Yeah. yeah. But he was trying to explain it, you know, or whatever. And I was like, you know, telling him what I believe because I'm a Christian. And <laughs> I was like, we're, we're kind of on the same page here. And uh, he ended up giving me one of his rings. It no has way. the Jewish star on it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it was a very You're not wearing guy. it now, are you? No, I'm not wearing it now. I have it at home somewhere. Like, it's, it's Do you legitimate. wear it everywhere you go? Do you wear it? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> But he he he. I, awesome. I can't remember what I sold it for. It wasn't very much, but and I told him hundred bucks, probably less than that or around <laughs> that. But he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I, he's like, it just reminds me of my childhood. He did the same thing we did. Yep, you know, trading the cards, doing he's that been, kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if he ever listens to this or hears this, like he, I, he was the coolest guy I've ever met. But he was like, we just started talking about that stuff, and he's like, he's like, you know what, Ken. I perceive you're a very wise man. <laughs> Gave me the ring. And then I went home and was like, what that just was happened? The most interesting experience I've ever, you know, hey, never heard of. Uh, maybe he's like an angel among us. You know, you don't know. You never know. That's In pretty a cool. Spider though. truck. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. No, that, that I is never really... did go up and look like, look up his music or something, but he was trying to make it as a as spider, a, as an artist. We should look him up. We'll we'll have some of his music on for the next intro for the next episode. I don't know what we're getting into, but um. no, that's that's really cool. I I'm glad we had an episode like this where we got to dive into something that you know you're you helped me learn a little bit about because I know you've asked me a few questions about art and some of my experiences, and we'll keep doing that, of course. But um, I want everybody to know, like that's it's so fascinating some of the things that. I've watched you get into too, and one of which, since we obviously we're brothers, we already have a lot in common, but we all kind of delve into certain areas on different levels. And I've noticed that you've in the reading aspect, and like I put, I brought up Lord of the Rings earlier. I remember you diving into the books a little bit, and even speaking yeah. a little bit or reading a little bit of like Elvish language, <laughs> and you know, and understanding. Oh, great! It's doing it again. <laughs> I, <laughs> that sounds horrible like oh oh my belly oh i'm doing it again i can't stop i i can't. okay i'm shutting it off hold on no i'll fix it i'll fix it 
Oh wait, See, I think I think I have to. Oh wait, wait, it. it's grounding out or something on you. Oh, you got it. Okay, okay, he's resetting it. <laughs> oh, it's, still it's coming back down. It's coming back down. Wait, it has to finish. It's oh wow, and I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, I don't know what to say to that. I don't either. I can't come back from that at all, but <laughs> all right, well, so end us on the this, collector Give, the collector yeah, mindset, man. Yeah, I wrap it up on I don't on know that. how to best describe it other than this way of like um the way that you uh perceive your uh <laughs> your possessions in a way. Yeah, see there um, it is. Yeah. I guess there was something I've started finding interesting about learning the story not only of what was created but how it was created so i'm more i'm more almost into how things work than the actual product themselves that's why i've always been a a troubleshooter an it guy a phone fixer video game fixer person i've always i've made my living basically on fixing things whether it's yeah uh physical or managerial yeah or you know problem solving you know i think that's what it is i think i created a problem for myself yeah attempting to fix it by collecting and you yeah. does that make sense yeah you're always <laughs> yeah and you're fascinated with what's behind the curtain not just you know the curtain that's right happening in front you know yeah. that, that's that's something that a lot of guys i'm sure gals as well but guys i think are interested in but you take it to like a level that's just crazy, awesome, you know, crazy. really, really just crazy. Well, probably <laughs> just crazy by itself. Because <laughs> I, I mean, there's there's some things that like, uh, you know, I've collected where I'm like, you know what, I, this doesn't really mean anything to me. Yeah. Even though it's really might be very valuable. Right. Right. Um, like one. Uh, now like that's the, when you know you have a problem. Man. <clears throat> well, well, yeah, but then I got rid of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So I think I think I collected. <laughs> can't remember i got a really good deal on like the original judge dread run or something okay but just you it's like i don't have a connection to this i've never that character i've never done anything with that character right i immediately got it and like sold it and they're all pretty good condition made some money on it or whatever but like because i thought i was going to get into it and then when i got it i was like no this isn't my thing yeah not really i got (laughs) you i have a couple of uh right there i think there's a couple that i found um that I I had purchased. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous, yeah. Joe. Well, so you know what I uh, one last little thing. The the artwork that's on the front is so awesome. And I got them in a pack where I spent like three bucks on it and I got like this big pack and it was awesome and I was so excited. And I got some really cool ones, like the Vader series. Yeah. I got a couple in that. Did you know there oh. was a Vader oh. series? I think I let you borrow it. I'll let Peter borrow it, other brother. There's yes. a book that jumps yes. up to $500 now. It's worth like $500 or more. Jeez. That apparently that I have and I don't know why. And I just I have it. It's it's a book I bought off the shelf. It was $3 or $4. Yep. So like and similar it's, um what? <laughs> jumped up to $500. Oh no, I hear the buzzing. You do? No, like I I think it's getting ready to. But yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so cool. The thing about this artwork on this one though is that the I open it up 
and the art is a totally different artist on the inside. Oh yeah, that's the they other got thing. me. They, they got you, me. Man. I was so upset. The one that you won't be disappointed on is Alex Ross. Oh man, his stuff on the on the cover oh. <clears throat> matches what's on the inside. Alex Ross is. <sighs> I'm, I'm I'm mad at him. Like how awesome <laughs> his stuff is. <laughs> well. Let's talk about Alex Ross in the next one for a little bit because okay. I want to dig into some art styles. Like we talked, we touched on Norman Rockwell and Alex Ross, I actually think is influenced by him heavily. Mm-hmm. So he's like the comic version of Norman Rockwell, in my he's opinion. A, he's the, he's a like little bit. ultra realism, but there's a, still a style to it. There, the there's a style, and, 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 yeah. and his way of his methodology is yeah. very similar, although not caricature y which sometimes people attribute to Norman Rockwell and see, yeah. I'm already getting into it, but yeah, there's a life that's there. And, and uh, anyway, using the use of real light and live models and things like that have been a part of both of their stories, at least to a degree. But yep. anyway, it's been fun going down this trail. Fun, I guys. think, I think it's going to be fun to dive into a little bit more in the future too. So yep. yeah. Absolutely. Genius Ken. Genius. Ken the genius. Ben used to call you Ken the genius. I don't genius, know where that he? came from. No, it, it it's obvious where it came from to us. Probably not to you. <laughs> I don't know what he called me. Oh, and I think he called P- Peter uh Peter the Gentile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were all like people asked if we were Jewish sometimes, all the yeah. dark Yeah, curly but Peter heads. didn't get it. He, he had to be the different. Gentile. Yeah. Peter didn't <laughs> fit the I guess. I don't know if that's really why. <laughs> I don't know. That was a it really makes long me time laugh ago. So much, <laughs> Peter the Gentile. Peter the Gentile. I don't know what he called you. Uh, we're not allowed to say on this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we better end it there yeah. before we go into We're going to get hour. in trouble. Um, but thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Oh, hey, you know what? Oh, bring it back. <laughs> I'm Ken. And this is Joe. And together we're joking around. Joking around. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs>